Yeah, what you are about to hear is a work of fan fiction. All characters and events and settings, even those based on the ones from World of Warcraft, are entirely fictional, and half of it was probably made up on the spot. Listening to this production indicates your consent to its terms of service, which we forgot to write down. Captain Sharkdusks has attacked Billy, enraged about a kitchen fire set by Butch Kindspear. It's time for the showdown with the pirate captain. Is he as dangerous as he seems? Will we find out what made him so violent recently? Will he be able to kill Billy? Find out now as we queue up for more heroic dungeons and dragons. Okay, so we're rolling initiative. Dang it! Ooh. <laughs> I didn't know he was gonna hit Billy like that. I was shocked. I didn't know that was how that was gonna go. Ooh. Uh, Butch rolls a twelve. I rolled a ten. Go oh, me! I'm nervous. <laughs> All right. So. The first round of combat, the first person on the initiative order is Billy. Um, he is like unarmed. He's unarmored. He's hands up like hey, I we got uh, what would he say here? Actually, he would say, I just want didn't want you to attack that little lady. That's all. And would take the dodge action on his first turn. Um, attacks against him would have disadvantage um, for this round. The captain is going to try to attack him, though. Um, he does have multi-attack. He's going to attack with his great axe. Um, but a 22 does hit. Um, Billy would suffer 12 slashing damage. A pretty... Oh, my gosh. Yeah, a pretty grievous hit against Billy. Um, the next attack coming in would be an 8, though. Again, the dodge action does give you disadvantage on everything incoming. An eight would miss. He's he's bleeding. He's like like that hit really hurt him, but he's still able to dodge out of the way of the second attack. Um, the captain, using his bonus action, looks up at Tilber and says, "Cannon fodder, get to work!" And Tilber must make a save, which he fails to make. Um, you see Tilber um, struggling to not do this, but still doing it anyway, almost like his hand is shaking, almost as though he's moving against his will. Um, he does pull a scimitar and attacks against Butch. Um, a 17, I think, does beat your armor class, right? It does. Okay, Butch, you take seven slashing damage. As soon what? as you suffer that slashing damage, Tilber's like, I'm sorry, sorry, uh, I didn't mean it. That, okay. What's going on here? Butch, it's your turn. I believe Tilber. Um, there, 
and I see that Billy is uh, in, in trouble, and my hide doesn't um, doesn't matter quite as much. So I'm gonna run up. Okay. To you know, my thirty feet. Mm-hmm. As you move out of Tilbur's range, you do it. know that sometimes when you run away from an enemy, they can kind of poke you as you leave. Tilbur doesn't even try to do that at all. Hmm. I still would have done it, but mm-hmm. yeah. Okay. Um, interesting. So, uh, okay. And I'm going to, I am going to use my great axe and be like, you get off Billy and go to hit the captain with an 18. An 18 hits. Okay. Damage of four. Okay. Yep, you deal okay. four slashing damage. Uh, the attack bites into... Um, it bites into the captain cutting through. He has, like I said, at the very, very beginning of when we introduced him, he has armor on, but it's a very tattered, mm-hmm. very broken-looking breastplate. And you have given that breastplate another big slice through it. You can see that um, the captain is uh, wounded from your axe blow underneath of the uh, underneath the armor. I'm also going to rage as a bonus action. Okay. Um, and so if you had, just for uh, gameplay sake, if you had raged before you attacked, you would have added two to that damage roll. Dang it! So we can, like, that's fine. That's a tiny mistake, whatever. We'd we don't we don't get to play every week, so some of these mechanics kind of get weird. But yeah, we'll and, we'll include and that. And I also I, I play a um, a fighter in my other one, not a barbarian, and I I, I forget about things. So th- this double attack that he's got, I'm like, yeah, my fighter's got that. <laughs> so yeah, um, your barbarian will too eventually. Um, Barbarians get multi-attack. I'm also level six on my, on my other one. Yeah, but. So, um, remind me, can I only do one bonus action? Yes, you get one action, one bonus action per turn. Okay, and I'm sticking right there next to Billy. Okay. Um, Falcus, it is your turn. Um, from the other side of the deck, you are on the starboard side toward the bow, and the battle is happening kind of amidships on the port side. And what I just said was the opposite. You're on the port side. They're on starboard because I'm an idiot. Um, they are... You, you you have line of sight on the captain. Um, there is a little bit of a railing in the way, but it's not interfering with your with your attack line. Okay. Um, if that's not interfering right now, um, we've got melee people in there. So my two new abilities are kind of mute at this point. Um, one being uh, something that causes damage when he moves and slows his speed, and the other one exploding around him. So I am just probably going to do a normal shot at this point. Some of the arcane archer stuff, you you can choose, just so that we're clear, you can choose to use the ability associated with that after the hit lands. So like you roll the dice, you see that it's a miss, and you're like, okay, then I don't do it. Like that's that's legal. 
in Arcane Archer. That's right. I, I've played the fighter before with the Battlemaster, so... Okay, yeah, similar deal. And I remember... I that Thanks for the reminder, though, because I definitely uh, adds additional damage dice potential, which is pretty cool. Okay, um, we are going to do a action attack with my short bow. I'm going to click here. Dang, Gina! Uh, that is a natty 20. Okay. Uh, so it's an eight plus two. Is that the crit? Yeah, so that's the double damage dice for the roll. Mm-hmm. Perfect. So it is ten damage uh, piercing on the initial. And do I get sneak attack? Yeah, of course. You have two allies in play. Yeah. Does sneak attack also benefit from yeah. the natural 20? Mm-hmm. It's damage dice. Yep. So it's an additional five. Mm-hmm for a total of 15 damage on that attack. Sure. Do you do anything else in your turn? Yeah, why not? Let's 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 pump everything we can into him. Um, I am going to use one of my arcane shots. I am an arcane archer, and I am going to add 2d6 of poison damage. I'm doing grasping arrow. Okay. Slash roll 2d6. So then another five. The arrow comes flying in, and as it lands, these like green magical vines with like thorns on them explode out from the arrow point and just wrap all the way around and pierce into the skin of Captain Shark Tusks. Um, it deals it deals poison damage immediately. Yes, uh, so the creature takes um, 2d6 of poison damage, and its speed is reduced by 10 feet, and then it takes an additional 2d6 slashing damage the first time on each of its turns that it moves one foot or more. Brambles last for one minute until I use the option again, or until any creature uses an action to remove the brambles with an athletics check, DC 13. Okay, so the brambles wrap around him like this thorny vine and then pierce into the deck, holding him, like kind of holding him in place. And you can see that he would be able to push his way out of it, but that it would scratch the heck out of him as he did. Um, Yeah, all that occurs. And that's all I got. Okay, Ari, you're up. Just, okay, so I have a couple points. Oh, I was going to say, just down the steps from you, you're in the bow, so it's like a down, like a down the steps, uh, and then right at the foot of the steps is where they're fighting. So first, I'm going to move just at the top of the set, just so line of sight. Like, okay. I have clear line of sight. A um, couple clarification things. DM desperation, inspiration is different than bardic. Can you remind me what DM is again? Because it's been a while. You, before you make the roll... You say, I want to use my DM inspiration to give myself advantage, and then you have advantage okay. on that roll. I cannot use it to give you disadvantage, though, like to subtract dice, correct? That's correct. Okay, I just want to make sure. Um, what I'm going to do is I need you to do a constitution saving throw, and you're looking for a 15 or better. Roll 10. Awesome. I'm going to cast Ray of Sickness, so I'm going to turn to him and say... Um, double, double, toil and trouble, fire, burn, and cauldron, burble, roaring fire, boiling over. I think it's time for poisoning over. And I'm going to cast Ray of Sickness, which is going to do 2d8, which is going to be 
10, and he's poisoned until the next turn that I end. Okay. Remind me what poison does. I think it just gives you disadvantage on attack rolls, right? Does. On That's what I was going to ask you because I forgot what poison does. I think it gives you disadvantage on rolls and checks. So. He already has that, though, with Battle Chin stuff, doesn't he? No, he has disadvantage against Battle Chin while Battle Chin is dodging. Okay. So he took 2d8 of poison damage. I don't think that matters, but 2d8 of poison damage for that 10, and then he's poisoned. Okay. Um, I mean, yeah. Nothing. I was going to say, d- d- clearly, poison would affect him more, but then I realized it's acid, not poison. Yeah, that was my same thought process before I started this, and I was like, oh no, acid to poison's different. Um, also, kudos for invoking the Scottish play. As soon as I got the spell, I was like, I gotta do at least one double double toiling. Yeah, why would you? <laughs> um, so. Okay, do you do anything else on your turn? Um, I moved a little. I don't necessarily want to use any of my bonus actions yet, so I am going to be good. Okay. Um, Billy, who is still in melee range with the captain, but is bleeding profusely, is going to do everything he can to get out of there without getting hit. So he's going to take the disengage action, and then he's going to back away. His movement is a little higher than you guys's. So 510. 15, 20, 25, 30. He's just going to back up to where um, Lumpaw and Tilbur and them are. <laughs> I don't know if that's a good idea, but okay. <laughs> On the captain's turn, you see the wounds that he's have inflicted. He's bleeding from like the shoulders and the arms where the brambles are wrapped around him. He's bleeding from the arrow wound that's in his shoulder. He's bleeding from the... Uh, gash mark that you made on him uh, with the great axe um, his and the blood is flowing normally but as he he's like still really pumped up in anger and fury and rage and all this and his it's again the same effect that you've seen like 30 times now his blood starts to bubble and boil and his wounds start to heal and he heals <sighs> for a substantial amount oh he is still bleeding and it is still not looking great, but a lot of his um, a lot of his wounds have, have closed. Um, he is going to okay. He's going to get that ability back um, as a bonus action. He is going to point to um, he's going to point to Battle Chin and yell to Lump Paul, "Don't let the traitor get away!" and Lumpaul again reluctantly and like against his own volition. Oh well, wait a minute. I gotta roll a save to see if it works. Okay. Lumpaul starts to pull his sword out of his sheath and then uh, like puts it like shoves it back in the sheath. And then He's like a happy dog face. That's the best knoll I've ever met. <laughs> the captain is going to turn to you like angry orc versus raging Pandaren. And he's going to great axe you. And he is going to like, as he swings, you see his, his arm muscles just bulge and uh, 19 hits right um, he is going yes. to 
hit you and just keep pushing and push hard into this attack, like much harder than you typically would for a great axe attack. Um, and he is going to do a total of 18 slashing damage, reduced down to nine because you are raging. Um, right. But this hit was much more brutal than it really had a right to be. Um, so you suffer that damage. And then the second incoming attack, that was a 12, so that would miss. You're easily able to dodge out of it. He kind of pushed too hard and it threw off his balance. Oh. No. Okay. Yeah. No, those are still fine because. Okay. So for, for, for audience clarity, I forgot to roll with disadvantage, but roll 20 does it for me. Um, and the rolls would have not changed considering the other numbers that are on the screen. So we're still okay. Um, the second attack misses. Thank goodness. But now it's my turn. Butch, what would you like to do on your turn? I'm over here soaking damage. Um, okay. I'm going to grab my, my great axe and, uh, Look the captain right in the eye and, and, and bring bring up the axe to uh to uh to you know I, I really like that that place in between the spalders and the and the helm. Um, assuming he's wearing armor, he does have some armor, but I just really like that neck. Well, it's the artery there, and I, I I'm bringing it up, but I go focus, Ari. You, you can you set fire to anything? Anyone got some acid? And then take a swing. Uh, uh, does a 10 hit? It doesn't. He steps in just a little bit, and rather than hitting them with the blade of your axe, it's more with like the long handly part, and there's no damage. Okay, I'd like to... No, he's in brambles, right? But that's just keeping him there. Am I correct? You get the sense that he's not stuck in place but he is going to have a hard time moving and oh, I gotcha. he the the brambles are thorny and he would have to just force his way through those so he would be um probably taking damage from from that it's kind of like treacher- treacherous terrain type thing yeah it doesn't matter yeah it's just a reduction in his movement speed it's not uh, it's not the same exactly as difficult terrain okay well i'm going to uh, use bonus action for quaking palm Okay. Uh, he needs to beat a uh, Constitution 13. Jeez. This guy, listen, he has a good Constitution score. He keeps rolling really low on his con saves, though. He rolls a 9. G- great. And that's that's my turn. Okay, so you you swing down with your axe and he kind of leans into the hit a little bit so that the blade itself misses. But now that he's like real up close and personal, you just lean in and give him a little wet willy and it stuns him. I don't know. You poke him with your poke him. He stuns him. He's stunned now. Quick and palm. <laughs> I'm just thinking about licking my fingers and putting them in his ears. Balkus, you're up. One of, you, one of you mother truckers has some acid. Okay. Um, yes, I do have acid on me. Um, so, I have a question. Mm-hmm. The way that the acid is written, the vial, 
I have to make a ranged attack against creature object if I'm going to throw it. Right. Um, is there a way I can use, let's see, 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30. Hang on a second. That could be bad. Um, I'm just looking at a way to make sure that I throw it and I hit. Um, I'm just worried about missing. Well, so your archery fighting style, does that give you a bonus to ranged weapon attacks or to ranged attacks? It is plus two bonus to attack rolls I make with ranged weapons. Okay. And the vial, does it say to make a ranged weapon attack or to a ranged attack? It says make a ranged attack. Okay, so then in this case, a ranged attack for you would be a d20 plus your dexterity modifier um, against a target that is stunned. So it would be an advantage roll. Okay, that's that's actually decent. Okay, then uh, I will do... Should I just just roll my dex? That'll work. It's d20 plus four right off the bat. Yeah. Perfect. I will roll that Does it twice. say to add your proficiency or anything? It just says, um, regardless of whether I splash the contents of the vial on a creature within five feet or throw up to 20 feet, which I actually got to move a little bit closer, uh, it shatters on impact and in either case make a ranged attack against a creature or object treating the acid as an improvised weapon. Um, okay, so you're not proficient with improvised weapons, so that makes a lot of sense. So yeah, just a dexterity roll uh, with advantage. All right, first I'm going to move, so I'm within 20 feet. Okay. And we shall go first roll and second roll. And you said with advantage, so the second roll is a natty 20, 24. Interesting. So you still would double your damage dice. It's an attack. Yeah, you double your damage dice. So what does it, how much acid damage is it? It is 2d6 acid damage. So let me click once and twice. Uh, so the vial did nine then. Okay. So now you throw this, you pull this vial of acid out of your pocket and you throw it. Um, it splashes against the captain and it sizzles and his skin where it lands starts to, he's a green orc, but it starts to, um, it actually starts to brown his skin slightly from like where it landed. He screams in pain and mostly anger and rage. Nice. And you see the bubbling effect in his blood suddenly cease. You do anything else in your turn? Sweet. Um, I am going to take this opportunity since I know this is the big fight. I am going to... Uh, where is it? I'm going to action search and now take my normal attack. Uh, what I would be doing. And vines sprout out of the acid. All right. Uh, so here, short bow attack. That was clutch. It is a dirty 20. Okay. Uh, seven piercing damage and five sneak attack. Okay. Cool. That's what I got. Ari, at the bottom of the stairs from you, the captain is like steaming from the acid burn and he's still engaged in combat with Butch, but he is standing stark still. What would you like to do? 
Uh, so I have a couple clarification questions real quick because I haven't really used this spell that much. If I do Dissonant Whispers and it succeeds, he has to run away from me as far as he can, which is right now minus 10 feet. Yes. That would break the brambles. Would that cause him to take that damage? Yes. And would that give Butch a chance to opportunity attack? That's a good question. Um, I think so. Yeah. The problem here... So opportunity attacks occur when they move out of your range, not when they are moved out of your range, but it's them moving. So yeah, the, the answer is yes. The problem here is he okay. is stunned from the stunning strike, so he wouldn't really be able to run anywhere anyway. Okay. Thanks for pointing that out because I forgot that. Okay, so we're not going to do that awesome right now. Awesome synergy, though. I love the idea that you're going to bramble them and then force them to run. That's really good. I forgot he was stunned that we did Quaking Palm because I was like forgot that part. Okay. Uh, we are instead going to uh, use one of my two forms. Oh, I have three two forms now. Don't know if that's supposed to be a thing when I leveled up or not, but uh, I we'll talk about that. Later. I had the number of charges of two forms tied to your tied like it goes up with a certain number of levels. Did not know. I think that. it's okay. I think it's the same as the rage table. Actually, Butch, did you get an extra rage when you leveled up? Let me look. Yes. Okay. okay. I think it's the same. I think it's the same breakdown as the rage table. Perfect. I'm gonna use my two forms to turn into a worgen, and I'm gonna zoom at the captain, getting close enough so I can benefit Butch's uh, rage. And I'm going to roll a 14 first, but then a 22, which I believe a 22 hits on my bite. It does. And that's gonna do seven damage. Okay. Nice. And you get temporary HP, right? Yes, I will get seven temporary HP. Perfect. And then I'm going to do my claw attack, which is a 16 and a 21. I believe a 21 hits. It does. <laughs> and it's going to do eight damage. Okay. Cool, cool, cool. Do you do anything else in your turn? Uh, Nope, that's my action bonus action moving. We're good. All right. That, that, that certainly was a turn. Yeah, it was a good turn. Good round, yeah. good round of combat. Billy is going to, um, again, he's still really wounded. Um, he is going to actually work on banding, band, bandaging himself up. He's going to, like, tear up. He was wearing a shirt. He's going to pull it off, tear it up, and start wrapping his own wound. Um, the He really doesn't want to get in there near that axe. Um, the captain is too... Um, he is too infuriated to even consider backing down from a fight that he is obviously losing. He also has nowhere to go. You're out in the middle of the ocean. He, he, you can tell that he's expecting his wounds to start to close, but nothing happens. Um, the acid is uh, clearly having some kind of effect on whatever it was that was making him regenerate in this way. And he's, he, he's able to do nothing. Um, he turns and attacks against Ari, who was the most recent person to try to get him. Uh, a 24 would hit. You're going to take 11 slashing damage from the Great Axe. And then immediately following up with that, another 24. How about that? You would take 14 slashing damage from the, from the Great Axe. So a total of 25 damage. Oh, wow. 
you have that much HP? Yeah, I had my temporary hit points. I'm up to 27 now with our level up. So yeah, I'm hurting, but I am. Yeah. Okay. She's she's bleeding good, but she's still here. Um, Butch, it's your turn. Well, I don't have any healing spells, <laughs> or I might use that on Ari and or um, Billy. But um, oh, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Some of that may not have happened. How long does the poison effect last? Until the end of my next turn. Okay. Oh yeah. Okay. So all that happened as normal. Go ahead, Butch. Now, uh, Captain Shark Tusk still is um, under the quaking palm. Um. That's true. That's true. Quaking Palm lasts until the end of this turn that you're on right now. Ari, take all those health points back. You didn't get hit at all. He had just, he had just shaken off his stun. That's totally true. My bad. I completely messed that up. Okay. (laughs) I should have, I should have thought about that. I, (laughs) I was just thinking like, yeah, this is exciting. Oh my God. Oh my God. Oh, but no, he's stunned. (laughs) So it is your turn now. (laughs) You could be like, okay, it's uh, uh, Captain Shark Shark Tusk's turn, but he's not going to do anything because he's stunned. And (laughs) now it's Butch's turn. Mm -hmm. Uh, Now at the end of this turn, he will uh, not be stunned anymore. Right. Uh, So what I'm going to do is... uh, use my great axe and then try to you know stun him again <laughs> basically okay um so yeah so, he's he's stunned until the end of this turn so you still have advantage on your attack roll because of this so go for it that's right okay let's see great axe okay so the advantage roll was 22 mm-hmm. and the damage is seven. Okay. The axe again bites into him hard and it's again a huge new gash in this armor that is already pockmarked and covered in blood and like 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 ruined. Um, he takes the damage. He's still up but he doesn't have much left in him. The only thing that's really driving him at this point is his determination. I'm going to um, go ahead and take two fingers and poke him in the eyes for Quaking Palm. Okay. Constitution saving throw. Got to beat a 13. Yep. I rolled a 14. So um, at the very, very end of his stun, as he's just able to shake it off, your fingers come flying in and like any proper three stooges, he blocks by putting a... (laughs) Like his his fingers up between his eyes, no dice. You're not able to stun him. I sure pissed him off, and hopefully he's off of Ari. It'll be Falcus's turn. Falcus, what do you want to do? All right, I am going to. Oh, um, I know uh, on our map Ari's actually in my way, but that's okay. I had already planned it out um, accordingly to adjust. Um, that was twenty feet to get up here 
as the crow flies, but if I'm going to climb, it's probably, what, double my movement to climb? Add five feet. Yeah, so I think that was like 20... So you're at 25. Yeah, exactly. So, perfect. Uh, so now I'm within uh, line of sight of Captain Sharktus, and we shall hit him with an arrow as a normal shot. With sneak attack, of course. Does an 11 hit? No, I'm afraid not. Yep, poopies. Alright. I am. That's all I got. Alright. Ari, it's your turn. You can tell that he really wanted to hit you twice with the great axe, but isn't wasn't quite able to last time. What would you like to do? I'm just gonna keep on doing the one-two punch, and I'm I still have advantage. Yes, because you're standing yes. next to Butch while he's raging, yes. So I'm gonna correctly roll Worgenbite this time for a sixteen. Okay, sixteen hits. And do six biting damage. Oh, man. Okay. And then I'm going to do my Worgen Claw attack for a 21. How do you want to do this? I am just mad right now. I am furious because he tried to blame Battle Chen, who's the sweetest little baby boy that I know. And they can't even say the word pirates around him. This just stinks. So I like, I'm foaming a little bit, like... I'm not rabid, obviously, but I'm just, I'm so mad. <laughs> so I bite him and take a chunk out of him. I can tell he's hurting. So I kind of like, you know, stand up, puff the chest out a little bit and just take my my claw and just like, and like slap him with my claws and completely obliterate this silly captain. All right. You hit him hard and you hear like a bone snap in his neck <laughs> and he... Just without another word, you can see the 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 redness start to fade from his eyes, and he just hits the deck. He is down. He is out. Um, the acid that you flung on him is still sizzling his skin. Um, he's not moving. Takes a second, but you get a sense that you are done. <sighs> I, I trot over to. Uh... Billy, to see how he's doing. <laughs> how you holding up, man? Well, uh, I've been better, but um, as I know you know, I've been worse too. So I think I'll be all right. I don't, I don't know if this whole, uh, I don't know if this, uh, this is really the life that I really was signing up for. No, Billy, this is a pirate ship. Well, you're a pirate. No, I don't. We don't. I don't want to be. I'll, I'll hear this from over here. Like you don't have to be. Well, first let's uh, let's make sure everyone's okay. What's going on with uh, how you doing, Tilber? I I don't know what happened. He 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 gave an order, and I kind of it was the weirdest thing. I couldn't help myself. I had to follow it. It was. I don't know what. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to. I'm I'm I feel like you guys are right that things have been getting weird recently and I mean those those other guys I don't know what they were doing but I mean I guess they were working against the crew somehow I'm not really sure what all was happening but the captain was losing his mind I don't know man things were weird but I'm, I'm sorry about earlier uh it was it was very clear to me that you were not in control ju just then um I, I apologize that you got some kind of mind control just then. Uh, 
had you ever seen the captain uh, act all magic like before? Well, no, but I mean, also up until now, captain gives an order. You follow the order like it. And it was just I don't know. It was just forceful. It was overwhelming. It was like you have to do what he says kind of a feeling. Um, hmm. Sorry. Okay. And then I, I put my uh, I put my paw onto uh, to lump paw and uh, kind of go you how, how, how you doing um, you get like an enthusiastic pant thumbs up weapons sheathed no no hostile uh, no hostile movement nice can I, can I search the captain to see if he has anything on him yeah absolutely uh, roll an investigation check I was actually walking up to the body as well, but I wanted to check for, you know, check his blood and stuff like that to see if it's... I mean, obviously we kind of saw before when it was healing itself that it was boiling, right? Uh, yeah. Y'all sure can go ahead and uh, check out that captain, but we are missing someone. Alright, I'll I'll head... While Ari's checking captain, I will head downstairs and look for um, Tisha. No, okay. Tisha? I would be very careful of that because she is deadly and she does not know what just happened. All all she's going to see is a dead captain. We could maybe just get her up here. I don't know if all of us talking to her would be better than just, I don't know. I don't know. Tilbert, how's your relationship with with Tisha? She's all right. I don't know. We're not super close, but She's, you know, she kind of keeps to herself. She's pretty quiet. Uh, Billy? She seems all right, but I don't even know anymore. I feel like everybody's got a secret story to tell these days. No, it's not a secret. You're a pirate. Now, okay, well... No, I'm talking about, like, all these humans doing whatever it was they were doing and upturning all the powder and the weapons and whatever and all that like it's all things it just it's been a it's been a day man oh let's well yes sorry i say let's get tisha i have a thought let's get tisha up here see where she's at and i think we can solve a couple of, of birds with stones okay um are you doing were you looting the captain yeah i, I got a 16 okay with a 16 you know that he's got his battle axe. Um, you know, or his great axe, excuse me. Um, you know that he is wearing what was at one point a functional breastplate, which is a uh, it's a medium armor that gives I want to say fourteen plus a maximum of two uh, to your armor class. So like. Um, it depends on your your dexterity modifier, but I think it's I think it gives an armor class of sixteen. Um, and this one is really damaged. Like it would have to be, um, it would have to be repaired in order for it to be functional. But he's got one. Um, and on a sixteen, you also happen to think to check his pockets, and you do find the key to his private quarters. That's what I was hoping for. Would the Great Axe be of interest to Butch at all? I don't know if it has any stats or anything that he might want. It does seem like it's... It doesn't feel magical, but it does feel nicer than Butch's. I'm going to just kind of look at Butch and... But you're not like, an expert. No, I'm not an expert. Butch, you, you might want to hang on to this. 
Let me the, check uh, this out. The goblins back in Booty Bay can repair that armor for us. It's true. They did offer that at one point. We'll take the armor too. Just declothe the captain and the key. Okay. And Butch, here's this the great axe. I'll I'll check this out. This great axe out. You, you know, let's uh, let's uh, figure out what all's going on. Try to try to answer a few questions. I have yeah, I have an idea. If we get Tish up here. All, all right, you, you can go ahead and get the deadly assassin up here and tell her we killed her captain. <laughs> Falkers, you still going to, to charm her? Oh, my eyes. And, yeah, I got this. Oh, or is she? Because it's worked every other time you try to talk to her. Great. Falkers, <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, you enter the cargo hold and you find her putting weapons back in boxes, cleaning up the the powder that's everywhere. Can't believe she, she looks. Had no idea. She looks up at you and goes, "Hey, man, what's going on?" Uh, Tisha, um, you should come up on deck right now. We'll come down here. We'll we'll give you a hand cleaning us all up. But you should come up on deck right now. Um. Okay. Yeah. I. The, the captain's okay with that, right? Because he did kind of tell me to clean this up. He would be fine with that. Yes. <laughs> Okay. Do you say so? I'm not getting thrown overboard. I'll throw you right under the bus if, if he comes after me. I don't care. What's a bus? Yeah, that's a good question. <laughs> <laughs> she gets Caravan. out onto the deck and she turns and she looks and she sees him standing, laying there. And she sees the rest of you guys kind of like hanging out together, chit-chatting in a things were tense and they're simmering down but also we're still nervous kind of an attitude. And she looks around and she goes, okay, what happened? So, oh God. We just, we could just tell her what happened. Yeah. Say so okay. can we just <laughs> okay. You know, yeah. lie, you don't make up story, nothing. Okay. Nope. Um, she turns to Billy and she's like, and he went after you for this? And he goes, yeah, just because, I mean, you know, it's the kitchen. Sometimes things get a little unpredictable, but I didn't expect him to really go nuts like that. And then after all, everyone, he's been thrown overboard today, and he tried to go after me, and then everyone kind of stood up for me a little bit, and that was kind of nice of him. She goes, all right. Um, well, now what do we do? I uh, I have some thoughts on that. So... The cat is out of the bag. Battle Chin is aware that you all are pirates. But I get the feeling that we can turn this situation into an opportunity for all of you to make an honest living. The goods down in your hold obviously are not yours. And we have word to bring them back to a connection in Booty Bay. If you are willing to put your pirate ways away, from what I remember talking to the goblin, they're having difficulties getting their supplies. You might be able to, the four of you, offer your services. Tilbra, I know that you just want to make money. Battlechin, you love cooking for people, that joyous connection. Tisha, you're great at taking and giving orders. I think you could turn this around, keep command of the ship, and get yourself a job that would not involve being thrown overboard. So, 
to be clear, the humans were doing something to try to sabotage the ship for some reason. And the captain was like completely independently from that kind of getting really aggressive for no reason. And then completely independently from that, you guys were here on a mission from Booty Bay to take like to return the, the stuff that we stole. <laughs> Battlechimp didn't even know you were pirates for starters. You had this poor innocent baby boy on this ship cooking for you without your true intentions. Do not start pointing fingers at me. Secondly, I know you read that letter because the captain told me in Falcus not to mention it. Who do you think the fourth really is? Who would be powerful? You've seen the way he's acted and you've seen his blood. Independently from the other three, I would beg to differ. But yes, we were here under false pretenses. I will own up to that. However, your pretenses with Billy, not the purest. Don't start throwing glass or stones in glass houses. Roll a persuasion yeah. check. 20, Nat. Mike, drop. <laughs> are you a Morgan still or are you a, a human again? Uh, I've turned back into a human. So okay. well, I'm this little this little human again that is just angry because they lied to Billy and we had to go along with it this whole time and the captain's a butthead and so yeah that's all the force behind this persuasion was a butthead was a butthead and I'm convinced the four of these people can work well together and I just need them to see it they can make an honest living and achieve their goals and have a prosperous future if they just buy into this ship plan right and in order to get all of this across you rolled a natural 20 I did on yes. your persuasion check <laughs> So then Tisha takes this in, considers it for a moment, and goes, yeah, all right, whatever. It doesn't matter to me. And then goes back downstairs to finish cleaning up. I'll go downstairs and give her give her a hand. Natural I 20. You really? God. I, okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> you're fine. No, you're fine. That's like sometimes the dice know what the best direction is for the story. That's fine. Oh, you probably had a completely different plan, and I just ruined it. No, I was, at this point, I didn't know what was going to happen next. I was letting the dice tell me. And, I wanted uh, Billy to get his ship. That was the goal, was Billy was unharmed, and if we got him a ship in the process, great. And that was my my plan when we first made that plan. Yeah, that's been the plan for like eight, eight episodes ago. now, yeah. Yeah. Yes. Okay. So yeah, all that occurs. Um, Falcus goes downstairs to give Tisha a hand getting everything cleaned up. Um, it doesn't take very long for Billy to finish getting patched up. You guys are now basically operating on a skeleton crew, but you have enough oomph left in you to get back to Stranglethorn Vale without too much trouble, assuming you're not attacked at sea again. Um, is there anything else that happens on the boat? Like, I feel like at this point, you've kind of got the crew in your pocket. Um, and there's, I, I'm not, I can't think of any other conflict that's currently happening. So is there anything else going on before we get back to shore? Not before we get back to shore, but we, remember there's a whole cargo hold full of, um, weapons mm -hmm. that need to be returned. We should definitely, if we, we either need to dock outside of Booty Bay and approach on foot or arrive in Booty Bay with a flag of 
surrender, truce, whatever, to at least get ourselves back into without getting killed before we even touch foot. Okay. I'm sure, like in in, in like the repertoire of ship uh, of sailing flags, there's one in there that says "Let's talk." <laughs> oh yeah, there's the "Let's talk" flag. There's the um, diver Parlay. down flag. There's the. Uh, we'll be back in 20 minutes flag. There's a whole, there's all <laughs> kinds of different flags. Um, okay, cool. So, you know, rough idea for mid to long-term plans as far as what the boat does. What are we doing right now? Uh, Ari's got the key. Home. Let's go check out what's in the captain's yes. quarters. Yes. Yeah. yes. Okay. Captain's you quarters. Make your way downstairs and easily open the door to enter the captain's quarters. Um, Roll an investigation check. All of this? Uh, the, because the group of you are working together, um, we can have either two rolls or one roll with advantage. Focus, roll again. <laughs> Not me. Same roll again, 16. 16 is the number of the day. Okay, on a 16, you do a pretty decent job of going through everything looking for valuables. You discover a total of 75 gold worth of coin and gems and, you know, precious small uh, objects. Um, 75 gold total worth of that. You find a glass vial that contains a, a blue liquid that bubbles slightly and you find on the desk... Um, almost being used as a bookmark in an otherwise not interesting book. Another card. Um, I need you guys to roll a... I need somebody to roll a D8 and a D6. I can. D8 is a 3 and a D6 is a 3. Okay. The D8 means it's a three, and the D6 means it's a it's a three on that one as well. It's a three of beasts. I'm going to hand this to Falcus because I know he has the other cards, so just add it to your pile. Will do. And you said this blue bile's bubbling? Yeah. Um, and actually, since we don't have any kind of time pressure on our hands, you can... Um, think on it for a moment and sort of uncork it and give it a little bit of a taste and you smell it a little bit and you kind of play with it and you determine that it is a uh, potion of water breathing. <sighs> I'm gonna... I don't know who has it. I vote we give this to Butch because he can commune with animals and stuff and I don't know if this will ever become handy. We need him to do some stuff. I think it'll work out well with Butch too because I know that of the group of you uh, Summer would be the most likely to j- jump headfirst into the water level. So, <laughs> yes. Ah, with she would. Ah. Absolutely. Okay. Kind of a bummer. We already have a three of beasts. I oh, feel like I'm playing in game all over again. You got all, you got like duplicates of the cards and no ace to be found. Sometimes we can sell on the auction house then. Okay. I have added potion of water breathing to my uh, equipment. The other thing, Butch, that you can add to your equipment, being as we're going to have enough time between now and when we get to shore that you would have understood this uh, between now and then, a great axe, 
of cleaving. <gasps> Congrats, Butch. It is it is a magic item. What has it given me? It doesn't um, give you a bonus to your attack or damage rolls, but it does have an like a non like it's not a plus one, but it does have an effect. It was taken from Captain Shark Tusks of the Bloodsail Buccaneers by a powerful adventuring party, and once per day, when you hit a target with the weapon but do not critically strike, you may choose to roll the damage dice as though the attack were a critical strike. Once used, this property cannot be used again until after the wielder finishes a long rest. And in addition, you may choose to cleave when in a target is slain. Any attack with this weapon which reduces a target to zero hit points will cleave any remaining damage to an adjacent target within reach if the original attack roll would also have hit the secondary target. That is awesome. Loktar Ogar! Loktar Ogre. <laughs> <sighs> I'll have to give this axe a name. You will. Sure. I'll have to figure that out. Are we um, also going to assume through all this we'll probably each benefit from a long rest before we get back to Booty Bay? For sure. Okay. Um, well, what about that? Uh, the the we just have that right now because we're going to need to repair it. So we don't think, can we, do we know what it is? Like if we sit with it, is it enough that we can figure out if it's anything magic or? It doesn't have any properties. It's just a breastplate. Okay. Um, but it's a breastplate that's too damaged to be worn. It okay. needs to be so fixed. So we need to fix it. I'm... Gonna, but it's, you said it's got an AC of sixteen. Yeah, I think I think that that's what a breastplate gives you. Hang on, breastplate, medium armor. Um, it's fourteen plus your dexterity modifier up to a maximum of two. And everyone in this group has two or higher on their decks, I think. So yeah. So yeah, if you were to put it on, it would put you at sixteen. Which I think both of you are fifteen. Yeah, I'm 15, so it'd be one extra point. I so. think it would be better better for Butch than being me, up close and personal. Yep. Mm -hmm. We can get it repaired back in, uh, you know, probably for reduced cost of actual than actually buying a brand new. Yeah, because a new yes. a new breastplate okay. is like 400 gold. Oh yeah, get this get this baby repaired, and I'm wondering if they would give us a discount too, considering what what, what we've done now for them. Returning the, the weapons thing is and about such. wearing the breastplate is with it with when I equip it I will lose stealth or or take disadvantage on stealth. No. So that's. Have we had a no? lot of stealth? Yes. No. Oh, this is leather. Breastplates, breastplates do not impose dis. The you're thinking of scale mail, which gives you yes. the exact same armor class benefits and is a much less expensive piece of armor, but does impose disadvantage on stealth. Um, okay. The other piece that you could wear is half plate, which would put your armor class at 17, but you would have disadvantage on stealth. So okay. This is just, okay. Um, taking the 75 uh, gold worth of precious gems and splitting it amongst the crew. Um, I mean, granted, I probably should give that to Billy to do, but I'm just doing it now. I'm just getting it done and over with. Um, so everybody gets 11 gold, including Battlechin, Tilbur, Tisha, Lempaw, Butch, Ari, and I'll take the remaining nine. Oh, okay. Fair is fair. So cool. 11 gold? Yeah, you guys can add 11 gold. And then we'll go give the rest of the crew, though, like that. Mm -hmm. well, that's part of the deal. I like the long rest. <laughs> okay. 
So my homework next time is to uh, come up with a name for my new great axe. Yep. And to understand how it works. Um, yeah, so it's just, it's it, it rolls exactly the same as a normal great axe. It's just that once per day, you can choose to make a hit do the same damage as a crit. Um, if your class gives you extra bonuses, like if you hit when you crit, you get all this extra stuff. Like you, you can't add that in as well. It's just you treat the damage for that roll as if it were a crit for this one attack. And then also like if you had a whole bunch of creatures in front of you that all had one hit point and you attack one of them and you roll like 12 on your damage dice, all that extra damage is wasted. But mm. with the with the cleaving effect, you can roll the damage across different targets. If you kill one and there's extra damage to be left, then you can attack like the remaining damage spills over to the next target. A little bit of That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Nice. Nice. So, when, okay, so this is like a question, but I just don't understand the game. Her other great axe then, does that just disappear or does she keep it or sell it? Like, how does that work when you upgrade a. Right now, she still owns it. Um, okay. She can do anything she'd like with it, including sell it. If you take an item, uh, like a weapon or an armor or something that is used and sell it to like a vendor, it sells for half the price that you could have bought a new one for. Which still um, isn't bad sometimes. What's that? So it's still not bad though, because I imagine weapons are still it's not like one gold for yeah, no, buying it's, a weapon it's, new. Uh, I could tell you right now, actually. I'm not going to drop it off the side of the ship. No, I'm, been, I was just curious. Good to me. Yeah. I say I, I was just curious for a general like hypothetical question because I know I got that leather armor mm-hmm. and I think right now I'm just going to it's on Plunder Island it's forgotten and lost and that's fine because I forgot no, to you, ask this back then no you can still you can still have it on your on your because you have like you guys have bags and inventory and stuff so no it's totally fine that you still have that but like a new if you were to go to the store and buy a great axe it would cost 30 gold so if you were to sell okay. a great axe that you've been using you would earn 15 gold from that great okay so like the leather which is still my bag. It cost 10, so I'd sell it for five, is what yeah. the little note says. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I can this that. is the leather okay. that you found, you said, on Plunder Island? Yeah. Well, she's the, the leather she that. started the game with, she upgraded to studded leather, and now she has regular leather armor from her starting equipment. Are we Are we going to stop right here and then come back next time? Yeah, I think Heading so. on to Booty Bay? Okay, I just want to make sure. I'm guessing next time we're parked in Booty Bay and... Uh, we can go through and turn in our qu- quests mm-hmm. and <laughs> and uh, and we've get. Got, we've got boiled blood. We've got return of weapons. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah. we still have to go collect fresh water and take out some goblins. Maybe we can do that on our way back. Oh yeah, those are some side quests. Yep. I think that went pretty well. Our heroes able to sabotage the ship and lay suspicion on the crew members with ties to the old Bloodsail fleet have taken over the ship and killed the orcish captain. The remaining crew seems to not understand what truly happened here over the last two days and are sailing back to Booty Bay. What other adventures await our heroes in Stranglethorn? We'll find out next week when we queue up for more heroic dungeons and dragons.
please follow us at twitter.com slash heroic dnd where you'll find our players social media info and a link to our discord server